everybody, Donovan Young here, and this is the Don Talks Podcast. How is everyone? Hope you're doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Except for the fact that Waluigi didn't make it into Smash Bros. It's tragic. It's very tragic. But we did. We did get Sora. Motherfucking Sora is in Smash now. And I think that's absolutely fantastic because, I mean, for the longest time... Everybody's requested this guy. They've did a poll when Smash 4 was out, and Sora was the most requested fighter. Um, And Mr. Iwata, may he rest in peace, uh, they said that uh, they had the final results, but they didn't decide to reveal them until, of course, they developed him for Smash Ultimate. So we have Sora now, or at least we will, October 18th. Um, So that's some good news. Um, It's bittersweet, though, because... This is the final Smash game from Sakurai. Um, and I say that because everybody, everybody thinks that this is just a Sakurai arc of Smash, basically. So people spectate that, you know, they they think that, uh, pe- that um, somebody else will take over the property in the future. And, um, <clears throat> you know, if that's the case, then shit, I mean, that'd be cool. You know, another Smash game would be awesome. Um, of course, I'm not really pushing for one now because, you know, we've got Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. Um, I still do play Brawlhalla. And, um, and yeah, it's just... I hit the mic, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that has to happen. You know, every, every great thing has to end eventually. So it is nice that they went off uh, with this character instead of somebody boring or completely unwanted. As I said in the previous episode fucking jonesy um that uh yeah i don't think that he would have been a good fit and i'm glad they didn't even consider that um i am a little broken up that doom guy wasn't uh wasn't a character i did want doom guy in so the fact that he wasn't in was uh kind of upsetting you know but at the end of the day i mean look we got a good character People can still, you know, the game won't be dead for a while, so there's still plenty of time to play it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's a bittersweet ending, but, you know, at least we still have Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. At least, you know, there's still something to play in that regard, because without that, I mean, who knows what we would have had. Yeah, um, it was just, I don't know, it's, it does kind of suck though, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss the, the leaks and the spoiler, uh, not the spoilers, but the, um, the leaks and the rumors, uh, those videos from YouTubers that I watch, and then I'm gonna miss the direct, uh, reactions, and I'm gonna miss the anticipation for the directs, um, well, the anticipation of a smash reveal for the directs, not I mean, I'm still going to watch the directs, obviously, because they do show some pretty cool stuff in those directs. Uh, just like the uh, Animal Crossing one that's coming. I, um, I'm looking forward to that one. I think that one will be uh, a lot of fun. I wonder what they're going to do with it. If they're dedicating an entire direct to this thing, I wonder if it's going to be something huge that'll, like, get me playing again. Because once, you know, I got a certain point, it gets kind of boring. 
um, just because it's pretty much the same formula. You know, it's you go visit an island, people come visit your islands, they trade things with you, you build a house, you, you decorate your island. I mean, I've, I've seen some people do some incredible things in these games, um, and I think that's fantastic. But all in all, I mean, you know, what what can you really do? As, as far as you know doing things in Animal Crossing now I wish they would give them I wish they would give us like a, a quest or change it up a little bit you know give us like a quest feature or give us like a like an island that you can go to but then like you can battle people or you can compete in competition something you know what I mean something to spice it up because so far it's just you can do villager hunting which you know you go to a different island um and you just hunt for a random villager and then invite them to come to your island, which was fun. And I still kind of miss it. I haven't played it in so long, but I do miss doing that. Um, I do miss the tarantula hunting. I think it's scorpions now, or it was scorpions. I'm not even sure. I haven't played it in so long, but I do miss doing that because that was always fun. It was, it was cool to clean the island up and then just kind of see how many tarantula, tarantulas you could catch before you got stung. So like there's there's ton, like there are things to do in the game. Um, I think what I really did most was just kick island or villagers off of my island that I didn't want there, and then like would go hunting for villagers that I did want. So I wonder if anybody is even like still on my island at this point. I haven't played it. <laughs> so because a lot of the times they leave and you know things things get kind of bleak when when you're gone for a while because then the villagers are kind of expecting you to still be there and you know you're gone and yada yada I'm sorry about the silence <laughs> um but yeah that's uh that's pretty much what uh, what I have been up to uh, speculation and um, waiting for the physical edition of Nickelodeon All-Stars to drop for a Switch and I believe PS4 I'm also getting it for I'm just waiting for those to drop um, I don't like digital I'm not really the digital fan per se I mean there are games that I do buy that you know if it is only digital and I want the game of course I'm going to get it but like 9 times out of 10, if there's a physical edition, I'll just wait for that to come out, or I'll just get the physical because I like actually having the game, you know, I like the collection aspect of it, I like having it on the shelf, like, oh, I can grab this today, and stuff like that, um, I'm a collector of sorts, if I haven't mentioned that already, um, and interesting enough that I did say that because I had an idea for a while of what to do on an episode of my of this podcast um and i was gonna do sort of a collection show off type of thing um that'll be like the first time i incorporate video into my uh, side project so that'll be interesting and i think it's funny that i say side project because this is like this has more episodes than the main podcast that i'm trying to get off the ground it's just you know for the people that do listen to the Maritime podcast, um, you know we're we're still gonna do it. We still have plans to do it. Um, that's why I made the filler episode episode zero. I made that because I wanted to see 
the reaction to you know because that's the very first podcast that I started so I wanted to see the initial reaction to that podcast so I made that <clears throat> and um and it, it's it's actually going pretty well and I was surprised to see the numbers um for the episodes and the listens and stuff so that was that's pretty cool that you know there are people out there listening to that one episode <laughs> that's not even like me and my co-host it's, you know me and my, my co-host it's literally just me rambling about who who even knows at that point i don't even i haven't listened to it since i made it i, ma- I listened to it once just to edit it and then i haven't listened to it since so i don't even know but it is cool that people are listening to that uh filler episode and um just want to let everybody know that most definitely we are we are definitely going to do this and it is going to be it's going to be pretty interesting when we get together and record um so you know that's that is what people can look out for because that's definitely getting all of my attention now um i record these because you know there are days where i'm like all right well you know co-host can't shoot or you know it's too late or just whatever the reason may be for it um I just do this because it's something that I can consistently do. And I've explained this in other episodes, I'm sure. And I'm pretty sure people are sick of hearing it now. But um, this is just something that I like to do because I can make as many episodes as I want. I can record whenever. I don't have to wait, you know, on anyone. And it's nice um, to be to be doing this because I didn't think that I would even like doing a podcast. I mean, I've been listening to it for so long and I didn't think that you know, doing one was going to be any fun, but I'm having a great time making and recording these and editing them. And I mean, you know, it's nowhere near the professional level of like the H3 podcast or anything in that category. But, you know, know, for now, it's just a a man, his microphone and his super cheap computer. And, uh, you know, I think that works out pretty well for everybody Um, just because it's, you know, making these minus the editing apart, but making them is easy because you you just really need a mic and you know not a not like a shit mic or anything you need you kind of need like a a top tier mic um and i say that and i'm not even using a top tier mic i'm using a 60 dollar mic i got from amazon (laughs) so you know um I mean, I guess it works pretty good because I've noticed in some episodes of the Don Talks podcast that I've had some background noise um, from the TV. Um, I did have one person tell me that they could hear what I was watching, and that was The Office at the time. And somebody said that they could hear that, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to make sure to to fix that issue. And, um, and today I have a uh, Pokemon relaxing forest music stream thing on YouTube playing right now. Um, in case, you know, there is some, actually, I don't even think it's Pokemon music. I think it's just like Pokemon visuals with random, random music attached to it. I just clicked something that was music. So it wouldn't, (laughs) people wouldn't hear like talking and yelling and things like that. Uh, so that's, uh, (laughs) a pretty nice visual too on it. Little cabin and then the lights are flashing. Nice little mellow mood. And I've been told that I have a relaxing voice and, you know, I never really thought I did, but I guess, I mean, hey, you know, you never know, you never know. And I mean, I hate the way I sound when I listen back to these. So 
I don't really even pay attention to how I sound. I just kind of, you know, fix the parts that need to be fixed. And if there's any random silence, I try to do something with that. Like uh, this one had a few random silent moments, so I'm going to have to figure out what to do with those and what I should put in place of those uh, random silent points. But um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's that's a little bit of, uh, of what I like about podcasting, I guess. Um, it's super chill. There's no stress in it. It's literally you sit down in front of a mic and you talk and you edit afterwards, you know couldn't be more easier than that right couldn't be easier than that i said more easier that this bad grammar and i'm i apologize for all the grammar nazis that are gonna crucify me for hearing that i'm so sorry i don't talk right half the time so <laughs> bear with me it's a it's a process yeah i've been watching some um I mean, just some pretty cool shows. Um, I just finished Dave. I think I've mentioned that before, but I, um, I've i been enjoying the show Dave. I've rewatched it a few times because it's just a masterpiece of a show. Um, and then I've been watching, uh, of course, Squid Game. Everybody's been watching Squid Games, but um, Squid Game is a really good show that I've been watching. Um, and another show that I've been watching is um, Nine Perfect Strangers. I just got into that one today. And that one, I'm not even sure of the premise of it yet, but like the intention behind why the strangers are at the retreat, like what the what the people at the retreat have the strangers there for, you know. So it's getting pretty exciting now. Um, I'm just waiting for that to. I'm just waiting around to watch the next episode for that. Um, and then I've been uh, I've been playing some uh, some some vampire that uh, I mean it's an oldish game and I'm kind of I guess I'm I've been late to the party on the whole vampire train but that's a really good game and I didn't I think I played it when it came out but then I didn't necessarily care for it I kind of found it boring at first um, I guess that was because I was at a friend's house and you know we were playing there and I just was like okay this is kind of boring and then I played it a little bit and I was like yeah this isn't really as fun as I thought it was gonna be when I first like saw trailers and stuff but um like playing it on my own like owning the game and then just sitting down putting hours into it it's so much fun like I did not expect to have this much fun with this game but it's it's insanely fun and um I've been because I've been waiting for uh Diablo Immortal to come out and Diablo since Diablo 4 is like nowhere near even having a release date we got like a few trailers but there's no really stay for it um diablo immortal i i guess is coming soon i don't know i hear one thing and then the next it's like i don't know but everyone's mad at uh at blizzard and you know i think it'll take a while because of everything that's going on with blizzard but i'm still excited for diablo nonetheless i mean you know i'm not i'm i don't agree with what blizzard has been doing you know, to their employees and everything else. I don't agree with what they've been doing to the women that work there, but. And I think it's terrible and should not have happened in the first place. But I just think that people shouldn't punish the games. Like, I get that, you know, terrible people made the games, and yes, they did. Um, I see it as separate the artist from the art. You know, I don't associate the guys that made it with the game i just played the game like i i I feel like i'm digging myself in a hole here and i feel like somebody's gonna 
take that the wrong way, but I mean, I've been playing Diablo for a long time now, and um, I've had always had a great time with it. I've always, um, you know, great experiences. I've put a lot of hours into Diablo games, and you know, uh, it does suck what had what happened at Blizzard, um, and I just hope that they get new employees and management and stuff. Um, but I mean, all in all, like. You know, I'm still gonna play Diablo Immortal. I'm still gonna play Diablo Four, for the simple fact that I mean, they're they're just fun games. Like you, you can't, you you just can't pass those up. Like I I, I do constantly rewatch the uh, BlizzCon with the um, when they first announced Diablo Immortal because that's just hilarious. I've never seen a, a presentation at an event go down like that. That was kind of funny, but it was still. I mean, it still looked fun. The trailers look cool. Um, the fact that it's mobile is, is awesome because, you know, I like being able to take games on the go. Um, and a lot of people have very strong opinions about mobile gaming, and, it, you know, that's completely fine. Um, I, I do enjoy it. I think that, um, I think it's just fun to be able to just, you know, pull out my phone anywhere and just play you know, like a Diablo game, I can play Minecraft, I can play Grand Theft Auto, things like that, you know, something, and it keeps you busy, and I like that, so that's, you know, that that's my take on mobile games, because, I, I mean, I just, I just like it, and then this, the fact that I can now play Diablo on my phone, instead of having to jump on PC and immediately start playing it, or even, because um, I've actually started doing it on console, and it's fun on console, but I just kind of miss the whole PC aspect of it. Because um, everybody I do play with is on console as well. Like, people barely play it on PC, at least that I've seen. I'm pretty sure there's a big, there's a gigantic fan base for it on PC. Um, and I mean, I was one of them, but I moved to console because PC is just outrageously expensive and nobody has time for that. So, you know, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's sort of um, that's sort of where I stand in the console wars. Been wanting a fucking PS5 and can never find one. Um, just I just think that it's uh, it's dumb. It's dumb that they keep running out so fast and they're they're announcing all this cool shit for it and they don't. It's like they don't even make them anymore. I find Xbox Series X and S more than I do fucking ps5s i've only seen maybe one ps5 in walmart i believe and that was gone within seconds of it being put out so the demand for these things is insane and i wish that they would just make a shit ton because i feel like they're not making enough and it's just driving me crazy because i really want one and it's uh, there's so many games that i just want to play on ps5 and it's it, it, the fact that you know it's hard to find one and this that and the third and it's, it's just crazy because like it's easier to get a fucking new a next gen xbox than it is to get a fucking ps5 and it's like you know but then that's bad because then that just means the demand for those aren't that high because what's coming to xbox really other than the new fable game which when that drops i will probably get an xbox for it or even i mean I'm, I'm hoping, like, fingers crossed, that it comes to Game Pass so then I can just play it on my Xbox One and not even have to get a new console, you know? Um, just for the simple fact that, you know, I don't want to 
drop all that money on a console just so I can play one game on. I mean, I'm already going to end up playing Halo Infinite on Xbox One when that drops because that's coming to Game Pass, you know. Um, a lot of games for Xbox, the new Xbox, are coming to Game Pass. So it's not even, there's like no reason to get an Xbox. And then people can also play those games on PC. So Xbox really didn't, uh, they didn't really lock down the exclusive part too well because, you know, Game Pass is kind of, uh, <laughs> Game Pass is kind of helping people fight that that need for the new Xbox because it's like, well, I don't need it. I can just play it on my old gen. Not have to spend as much money. I just pay $14.99 a month for the service and play whatever game is coming out for this new console. You know, it's like, I mean, I, I get that people are all like, you know, the, the graphics are better and the um, the graphics are better, the processor is faster and things like that. And yeah, I, I agree with that. I really do. But like, at the same time, everything that I can get on Xbox Series X and S, I can also get on Xbox One, you know? I mean, what? <laughs> it... it it's crazy how how these things are working out nowadays because i remember before before the game pass was a thing it was like you had to upgrade to play the new games there was no like they would release them for the older consoles at until a certain point and then they would just completely cut it off and that console would die and then you know you just move on to whatever was next and then nowadays it's like what you can get on ps5 is also on ps4 and then what you can get on xbox series x is now on xbox one but ps4 is only different because it's only different because the stuff that you can get like it just won't last long is what i'm saying because a lot of places are, are like completely stopping this you know they're gonna not sell ps4 games or xbox one games anymore I mean, it won't be for a very long time because that's they those don't really die out as fast as let's say the PS3 did. I feel like the PS3 died a lot faster than the PS4 will. So, you know, I'm just gonna ride it out with my PS4 until I'm fortunate enough to discover the forbidden PS5 because I feel like I have to go on a fucking mystical quest to go find that damn thing. I feel like I have to raid some dungeons or I don't know rob a castle or, I don't know I don't know what I'm getting at here but I feel like it's just this forbidden mystical item that can only be acquired if you're the chosen one because that's how it feels because <laughs> like a lot of um, cause I see like a lot of celebrities have them I mean of course they're rich as hell so that makes sense but like just like where are you finding these are you like going to sony directly and are you like hey let me get a ps5 and then they just throw it to you i mean like uh the gaming youtubers they send it to them so they can review it and then you know play it and you know get their opinions and stuff on it and that part is cool and then you know they let them keep it they send them a test one and that they send them the real one after that so a lot of the gaming youtubers have them um and and it's just you know, I just feel like they're doing like exclusively giving. I feel like they're giving them exclusively to like famous people or you know somebody in the gaming industry, and you know that's fine because that's what they do. But like, I just wish they would make more of them because I don't feel like they have as much as they say they do. I, I think that it just feels like they stopped making them altogether. 
I mean, they'll show me this very beautiful game on like a PlayStation showcase. And it's like, I mean, mind blowingly good. And I'm like, all right, I need this. And then, you know, sure enough, you go look at what it's coming for and it's just coming to PS5. And then that's it. And I'm like, <sighs> like uh, Black Myth Wukong, the story of Sun Wukong. I really want that game. But unfortunately, it's coming to fucking PS5. And it's like, <sighs> and sometimes I hate when I hate when a new console does come out because of the fact that it's like, ah, well, now I've got this whole this whole like conflict within me. It's like, all right, look, you've got mm, sorry, I had to yawn, <laughs> but it's like you've got this console that you are completely in love with and you have put hours into all of these games you have been on this console for a long time and then now it's like well now your shit's going obsolete and now you either have to to sell it or you can choose to keep it but you can't do shit until you get this new console because then they go as far as shutting down online services for these old consoles um they shut down the multiplayer aspect of it i guess they don't really shut down the the streaming part or anything like that so that part's good but they do they do shut down the online play for the games uh some places shut down the stores like i think they recently shut down the psp online store which i found crazy because i thought that was shut down a long time ago but apparently you were still able to purchase games from the playstation store on the psp so sorry i keep yawning and i need to stop because it's messing up the episode <laughs> but they shut down the services for these and it's yeah, this is something i i thought they had done a long time ago i didn't even realize it was still up i haven't had a psp in god knows how long now i mean i do want one again and i miss it it did have some really cool games on there that i really want to play again and I hear rumors that there was a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game for that. And if that's the case, I'm definitely going to find a PSP and play that. Because I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And unfortunately, the only game that is out for modern consoles is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh my god, I can't see this. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven. That is the only one in existence that I know of that is for PS4. I cannot find any other JoJo game for any modern console. I don't even think it exists at this point. I think that is literally the only game that they've ever made. And like, I like the concept of it. I just wish that there was a two-player option in there. Um, I wish that the fighting styles were different. I wish like the, the battle system and the combat system was different. I wish that it was a... Um, like a naruto type of fighter where like you you know you have a more space to not like a side-by-side -side fighter like mortal kombat or injustice i wish it was kind of like a naruto style um because that that would have been cool and then i wish like the characters were unlockable instead of just releasing everything at once like i wish i had to actually work to get certain characters or like <clears throat> i gotta get that under control god <laughs> uh, anyway, I wish that it was like a um, you finish the like parts of the story mode and then you unlock characters from whichever whichever arc you visit or whichever part you visit. So like you know 
you you start off with part three stardust crusaders and um you know that one would have been cool if you had to like because you start out i think you start off as jotaro so then it would have been cool if you had to unlock ponaroff you had to unlock kakuin you had to unlock abdol abdol um and iggy jeez i almost forgot all of these names because I, I know it's you and old man Joseph. I think you that's like who you start with, those two. And then, you know, you're seeing Polnareff off to, to Paris. Um, and I think it would have been cool if um, if they did that. But, uh, you know, as Anchor's rules, I am only able to record for 30 minutes because I decided to use the browser. So I'm going to wrap this episode up. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, every time I drop an episode, uh, thank you for being there. Thank you for giving me a reason to do this. Um, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.